Hi, Pia. Hi, Emily. So I actually have thoughts about Miami. Okay. More more than I thought I would because I didn't really pay attention when I watched last week. Mm-hmm. And that conversation that Gertie ends up having with Larsa is infuriating. Yeah. Larsa has yeah like Larsa really has the nerve and the gall to be like I was telling the women so that they would rally around you lying bitch I'm like no 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 no, you were not you were like and then she's like I have cancer like that was the tone you had so don't try to rewrite it now yeah she's only rewriting history because she didn't think that everybody was going to respond the way she in which they did which was she so she adjusted she was like she adjusted she was like oh shit like I thought everyone would like be on my side about it like she she thought she was saying like people would think that Gertie was weaponizing her cancer to win an argument and that's what the tone that's what Larsa thought yeah that's what Larsa that's the way in which she told that story and she was I saw in real time her face be like, oh, shit, when they were like, oh, no, she has cancer. We're so concerned because that's a normal human response to something like that. And her being like, I've played this wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Abort. Abort, miss. Adjust. Pivot. And, And not only was she initially trying to talk shit on Gertie and her having cancer she's now gaslighting the person in who has cancer and trying to make her feel bad for telling her that she didn't appreciate her spreading her business when she specifically had asked her not to do that and then she's acting like she's like you never said that you know it was multiple times there are multiple examples of Gertie saying don't tell anyone I want to tell people don't tell anyone please I know just keep it it was over and over Larsa. She said it multiple times and Greece tried to say it multiple, multiple times so that Larsa had no room for like mis- like misunderstanding and Larsa kept on being like, of course, of course. She It was very clear that she understood, she responded and she even to but put a little button on it made a joke to, to that's letting us know that she understands that Gertie does not want her to break the news. So like when Larsa says the TMZ joke, yes. that's her understanding the fuck that yes. Gertie is saying, do not say anything. No, that's literally it. Like, if you're making a joke, you get the intention. Exactly. If you're making a fucking joke. That opera performance, though, was absolutely dreadful. Yeah. But Julia, yeah. but Julia's like, I just love that Martina is bowing down and giving me support. I'm like, but do you see how this is still just about you, Julia? I didn't want to say it, but like that's I I felt that way, too, because I'm like, this is supposed to be the F cancer party. And like I, the thing is, like, I mean, if Martina loved it, I, I love it. Like, that's great. I'm happy that she appreciated it. Yeah. But it was a little like about like it just felt like this the whole moment was about her. She was like, look how cute I am doing opera for you. It's like you someone in the comments on YouTube said she also could have just like got a really good opera singer. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, like I think that like, (laughs) again, I feel like the idea in theory is cute, but all of what it took to be able to Mm -hmm. do that took away like from not being, being there the, for her when like the yeah. end of her tr- yeah that kind of shit yeah like it, t- it completely took away from it like just so you could sing bad opera to her yeah like, like and, she, and then and, the and you're and by the way it was awful like it wasn't it was just truly terrible like the most off-key 
opera ever. It was an abomination. It so. felt performative, and I'm not. I I completely know that they love each other, and I I do believe she had good intentions, but it was a little bit uh borderline narcissistic <laughs> for her to yeah. do that. I find Julia. I find Julia gets this rep for being very sweet and whatever, but like I find Julia to be quite self centered. Like last mm. season, there was a bunch of stuff with her daughters happening, and I was like, ooh, it's kind of so. I think Julia's like a sneaky narcissist. She doesn't yeah. realize she is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's much different because like, again, like I, that's why I was saying borderline. Like I can see she has like narcissistic tendencies, but it's not like bad. Like it's not like where I'm like, I can't stand you. Um, it, I feel like you can work through that if you're self-aware. <laughs> but, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but Larsa, her narcissism is on like this insane level of like no yes. redemption where it's dangerous it's like sociopathic <laughs> yeah it's like it's a dangerous narcissism it's a, is it like something that I would want to run far far from yeah and then because Gertie because Gertie calls Larsa a pathological liar because she's pretending that she didn't tell her not to say anything and Larsa's confessional doesn't even make sense She's like, I was trying to get the girls to rally around her, show you love. And if you don't know that I had good intentions, then you're the liar. Nope. It doesn't gonna, make her a liar. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I'm going to need Larsa to take several fucking seats, touch some fucking grass, because if she keeps coming for this woman who is literally in the beginning of her journey of trying to beat cancer, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking pop all of those fillers, lip injections, <laughs> fake ass. Like, I'm about to, like... She, she about to make, I'm about to fight her. Like, I'm going to fight her like in a minute. Not, it's not <laughs> stopping. It's like she doesn't let up. And, and, and she still Gertie, is doing that currently. Yes, currently, like on social media. And Gertie, like it's I pissing agree me with off. Gertie. When she tells Lisa, she's like, you acting like Larsa has a point and like you're encouraging her. Like, it should just be a very simple, like, stand down, apologize. You should never, ever have told anyone. Yeah. And it, the thing is, I don't even care. Let's let's just let's just go with it. It was with good intentions. She told you not to do it. Whether you had good intentions or not, you went against her wishes. Apologize. It Be doesn't like, I fucking so matter. Sorry. I was I thought it was okay to share, and I am so wrong for doing that. Period. She, she just she just it's just like I I am I was so mad at that. Uh, what's her name? Um, the one that was co-signing for Larsa. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa was pissed with Lisa for even indulging and giving Larsa any grace or anything in that in in disregarding what the fuck Gertie is saying it was that's disregarding what she's saying like I I I and then Lisa had the gall Lisa had the gall to be like you're both digging at each other (laughs) what only one person has cancer here and I'm I don't know why we have to keep reminding people like do you know what we're talking about we're not talking about some dumb bullshit like talking about someone's medical like history is like what they're currently fighting something that can kill her <laughs> like mm-hmm. like do that do they not understand the gravity of what the fuck larsa just did i don't like feel you said, like it's so simple like if i thought if i really did have good intentions of sharing well that's why i shared it and you told me oh my god you were not supposed to fucking share it i would be begging for forgiveness yes begging not stressing her out more. Not being like, what do you mean? Ugh. You told like, me not. You didn't say that. You didn't say, what? Well, you, it, well, okay. Well, you were wrong. So then it's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, 
I can't believe I did that. I really apologize. That was so not okay. It's your thing to tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never. It never comes out of her mouth. She never, because she's, and Gertie says it to Julia as she's leaving. She goes, Larsa just wants the W. She just wants yeah. the win. And that's exactly what it is because that's how she felt at the, at the converse, the conversation prior. She's yes. like, I'm going to win this fight. Then Gertie goes, boom, I have cancer. And she's like, well, how am I going to win now? Yeah. She, Yeah. Yeah, and now she's trying to use the very thing that Gertie told her as an olive branch to try to mend their friendship. Yes, yes. To make it seem like she is like, like, look at me trying to be supportive of Gertie and look how she still treats me. Like, (laughs) how dare her try to become the victim in this? (laughs) I hate her so much, Emily. It's so true. I have now another... Bravo person that triggers me to in a different way. Yeah. Like in a totally different way. Well, yeah. how do we feel, unfortunately, about Crystal uninviting Gertie to her party because Larsa was going to be there? Um, when Crystal explained it on Watch What Happens oh, Live. I missed it. Okay, what did she say? Oh, yeah, she explained it on Watch What Happens Live. It was not, it, it was nothing, and she talked to Gertie and Gertie and her all good. It was what happened was she found out that Larsa lived down the street from her. And she invited Larsa first. It was just supposed to be like, hey, do you want to ride to Kathy's party since we live so close? Then she said it was one of those things that happened where it started snowballing, where like more and more people started getting involved. And then she did invite Gertie. And then she's finding out that Gertie and Larsa have this like beef. And she's like, I technically did invite Larsa first. So she spoke, she called Gertie and she's like, I don't know if it's a good idea if you guys are in like, cause it's just like 10 of us. Like, it's not like a party. Like if it's, if it's, a, if it's a good idea for you guys to be at like my house and like, if you guys are not in a good place, but I, I think she went with uninviting Gertie because she was the last one added and she had invited Larsa from the get go. But she said she was good with Gertie when she got to the party. She, um, they took pictures like it wasn't like she she has no like she's not involved in that at all. She she wants both of them to be able to come to her house and they, she hopes that they can move past it as well. But she's not taking she's not like team Larsa over here. So she was wanted to make that like clear. But I don't know if I'm explaining it right. But wh- the way in which Crystal explained it, I was like, I could see like you were wh- satisfied with it. I was satisfied with her explanation of it and also like I don't she's like I also don't watch their show she said I don't know all of these dynamics that like everybody else knows so like it's me just like knowing these people in passing and I completely don't know the nuance of it so like I have no idea of like the drama drama of it so she's like I had like there's like she had no she had no like position like you know position she wasn't like team Larsa or agreeing with anything that Larsa said or did with Gertie she didn't she wasn't I don't think even aware Hmm. Well, Gertie, Gertie was hurt by it, though. I don't, I don't know Gertie's response to it. I don't like. But it oh no, like she, Gertie, Gertie talked about it on two different podcasts. She's oh, like, she yeah, did. I was, okay, I was told that I couldn't go. I couldn't go because Larsa was there. Like that's how she interpreted it. So the way Crystal's explaining it now sounds so different than the way Gertie experienced it, which is possibly because Gertie's in a very sensitive space. Yeah, but it is, it is still a choice to to do it. No, it regardless. absolutely is, and I can I can absolutely understand how Gertie would feel because especially yeah. <laughs> us watching it and seeing how Larsa treated her, it's yeah. like, oh, you're going to pick someone who has been disgusting mm-hmm. towards me. But then also, like, again, like, if 
it could like I like I I feel like what we've seen of Crystal, if she saw what we saw, I don't feel like she would move that way. I feel like Crystal would completely go the opposite. So I can believe Crystal being like, and she was like sitting next to uh, uh, Marisol. And she was like, no offense, I do not watch your show. Like, so I don't know anything that's going on on your show. So like, I could, I I feel like that was probably Crystal's way of being like, trying to backtrack. Crystal needs to watch the show or figure out what Larsa's about because she's not someone she should be proudly aligning with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I just feel like I just would not see, like, if Larsa did all of I feel like Crystal would be the person to call, like, to have, like, stood up for Gertie in that that's, moment. That's why it seemed like that, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm, like, I'm confused, but, like, I also, yeah. it seems like why, I, like, I'm confused that Larsa was even at Garcelle's stuff. Like, I'm confused of, like, how they don't I was see on, it. I was on Bravo and Botox uh, podcast. Uh, it's called The Bravo Papers. And she said that she, her theory is that Rob wanted to hang out with Marcus. <sighs> I know. <sighs> yeah, I know. And I, I mean, that, that makes like, sense. That's such a big deal. Like t- Michael Jordan's son. Like I, you know. Yeah. Fine. Still not great. It's no, it's not great. I think that. It's also so weird. Sorry, this is sort of a tangent, but it's also so weird that both Marcus and Larsa are really on Traders this next season. Oh, they are? Isn't that weird? I don't love, you know how I feel about this dynamic. I can't. I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm uncomfortable with everything about it. She's enabled both of them to go, and like now we have to see her with him. Like, really? It's feeling very Mary Kay Letourneau for me. (laughs) I just finished watching May, December, and... (laughs) I couldn't help but think of them. Are you okay? Blink twice. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Okay, back to this. Back to this. Thank you for that info because I did not. I I had that Watch What Happens Live on, but it really shows how little I was paying attention because I was Yeah, I want you to watch it and see because, like, again, I don't, like, I'm not in, like, I didn't even know. I happened to catch it. I think I just happened to watch it on TikTok, and I didn't even know anything about, like, the drama. Mm. So I didn't even. So you I had no know. context besides what she was talking about. Yeah, a- absolutely no context. So, like, you're telling me information, like, that I, like, <laughs> on Gertie's end. and uh, But I could absolutely, I would feel, I think I would feel that way, too. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, Lisa is starting a fragrance line or something. So she's bringing the girls on a trip and Lars is like, can I bring Marcus? God, I'm like, I just, I don't understand this. It's like, it's alarming that you don't, that you think it's okay. Larsa, that's what's scary. It's, this is what makes me uncomfortable. It's not, it's, it's just, it feels like she's so afraid to have this man be by himself because he's going to oh. realize how weird this whole thing is oh I didn't even think of that that's how what I feel that because it's like it's just it's a, a weird possessive thing and I don't see him really doing that and it feels very like she is trying to almost isolate him so he, he, he cannot get any <laughs> outside interference and it, she's holding on for dear life like it scares me like that I'm not kidding I'm like you, why can't he be by himself for more Dude. than five fucking minutes? He she, she, he has to stand next to her. It's very possessive in a toxic way. And it's yes. not, and it doesn't seem mutual. 
that it would be different. Like I've seen couples that are that intoxicating with each other, like they cannot leave each other's side. I might not. I might find it gross, but they are. That's their thing. This does not seem mutual. Like, and who I forget who says it in one of their confessionals. I think that he's gonna be happy to have the fucking break, right? The fact that she makes him stand next to her when they're out, like that's another level. It's weird. He's like I'm, he's like I'm right here. And she's yeah. like, Frankie, will you switch places with me so I can literally just be two feet closer to him? Yeah, like it, it's not a, that it's not a normal question. Like when you're in a couple and, th- you know, you have friends that are couples like, is this a couple thing? I'm not I'm OK with the question. Like, are, are we bringing boyfriends? But like it was almost like a her being like, I need to know exactly how many hours, minutes I will be away. Mm hmm. And I'm gonna have to. And keep- even how she threw that like welcome back party, and it yes, felt, it's it felt very like infantilizing. It's like it was like a kid's birthday party. She was like, "You're back," and he's like, "You know what? It it, it yeah. was so not necessary and made no sense for an, yeah. for an adult man to get thrown a welcome back after four days or three days." Because it's like she's like enticing him with like it's like look at come yes. here, come come little kid I have candy yes, candy yes. over here candy like and then he's like kid and he's like kidnapped forever and being yeah. like held hostage and it's like stock I feel like a little Stockholm syndrome she's like really ticking off all of the psycho boxes for me oh my god you're right we got a problem we got we've, we this is actually something alarming everyone. yeah everybody needs and, to and Larsa is clearly like a sociopath and so she's she wouldn't be able to note that this was all very bad behavior. It's just weird. Like, I I don't know. I need to hear from Michael Jordan, Mr. Jordan. And um, I need to know his – because she'd be trying to act like he's okay with it. And I I, am, I need to hear well, from remember him. Well, that, remember that uh, press moment where he was – it was like paparazzi is taking his picture as he's getting in his car. And someone's like, do you support Marcus and Larson? And he said, <laughs> no. Oh, I, okay. I, I got to look at that clip up because I'm like, I don't – like, I think that – this man is the best basketball player to ever walk the the planet. And you're ruining like he, he you're like I don't think he wants his name associated with this. Like he has like no. Like no. This is embarrassing. Like, especially all of us doing the math knowing that she was married to Scottie Pippen while he well while there's Michael Jordan with his little kids and now that little kid is Larsa's boyfriend. It's yeah. so Scotty Pippen odd. was literally Michael Jordan's right hand man. That is though that was a duo. Like it, so it's like it's not even like oh just an NBA player that played with Michael a few times like that they spent a like literally if you go on Netflix right now in trending things it's going to be the last dance and it's a poster of freaking Michael and Pippen. Like that, like the fuck? It's weird. It's so weird. Of all the other NBA players' kids, that that's what I'm saying. All for. of like, I, it's not even like it's just it's <laughs> just so crazy. Yeah. So Larsa is really proving that she's another level. Like, no wonder the Kardashians, because the Kardashians fuck with everybody. Like, yeah, all the problematic people. But even they were like, she's too much. Cause she saw what the fuck, like she was, she saw late night conversations with Kanye Kim was like, bye bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like, what? Like everyone so doesn't understand. She's that's like, so, he's that's calling so me. Thing. Uh-huh. I'm a good friend to Kim. Like he was calling me and like, try, come, like I was just trying to help bitch at 3am, honey, get out of mm-hmm. here. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. 
Kim is like, I've done that. <laughs> I know, I know what the yeah. fuck's up. Yeah, right. Not well, bitch. You have probably heard of the term microdosing. If you haven't, just know that everybody's doing it. No, I'm just kidding. You know that feeling after a workout or a nice long hot shower when you're relaxed and you're focused, but you're still a little energized, you're like in the zone. Well, that's what microdosing can help you get to. And you can stay there a little longer too because you're microdosing. Now you probably know that I do enjoy weed, but there are times when I just want the relaxation or the pain or muscle tension relief or like a little mood boost, but I don't want to get high. And that's what microdose gummies are perfect for. It's a low dose, micro dose, and you can build upon it or you can take just one and you just feel, it's kind of hard to describe. I took them all through BravoCon. I was handing them out and they just make you feel less anxious. You do not feel stoned. And because I can't handle being really stoned in public, that is not my thing. So these, these would be great if you're doing a lot of family stuff for the holidays and you just want to relax, but you don't want to get high. Boom, microdosing, baby. There we go. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code SHESPEAKS to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, code SHESPEAKS, microdose.com, code SHESPEAKS, for 30% off. The rumors and nastiness about her? Uh, Lenny, this is where we go. Lisa had called the police on Lenny and Lenny's mom. And then Lenny decides to release a key files court papers saying that it was Lisa who was the aggressor. And they're all reading the article. I'm getting the sense from all of these women that they are not, they, they think Lisa has a little bit um, more negative contribution to the situation with Lenny than she's letting on. Like they're all trying to tiptoe around it. Yeah. Like what are like, you doing? But they're like, mm, we don't know. Like they're, you know, the whole like calling the police on Lenny and his mom is was a in front of the kids. Like it's just so traumatizing to do to the kids just because like they wouldn't get out of the house, etc. So it's, I think that they're all very gently in their own like confessionals, just kind of hinting. Yeah, I think that she is a little delusional in what she expects yeah. monetarily from yeah. him. Yeah. And I think that I'm not saying I in any way I think that he's also being petty and being like he's aggressive like and aggressive and stuff like that. But I think she, I think that there is some validity in in that theory that she is contributing. And I, I could definitely see, it, especially when like even Lars's like dumbass is saying, you the- got to <laughs> leave that house now. It's time. It's time mm-hmm. you have to leave. And I feel like. She's dragging her feet or trying to get unrealistic amounts because she it's like her way of sticking it to him. But it's at to me the like expense of her children. And like she's yeah. like they're 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 essentially like both of them, I feel like, are disregarding their children and allowing uh-huh. their children to see the uh-huh. mess. And like uh-huh. I think that it's Agreed. really important when you're dissolving a marriage with children involved that you try to minimize the blowback on those children and what they hear and see. And we mm-hmm. know for a fact that she's doing it because of that scene with the pizza. The pizza. So the pizza was bad. I can't I can't imagine 
how emotional she is around those kids about what's going on. I completely agree. And like in the car on the way to Palm Beach, Marisol and Gertie are trying to talk to Lisa about like maybe not bringing up Lenny so much. And she's like, you guys don't get it. Jody is so patient. And I think both Marisol and Gertie are like, yeah, we don't take advantage of someone's patience. Yeah. Like you don't like they're they he would like it to be about him too. And Gertie's like, Russell, the most patient man alive, he would not like it if I was just constantly talking about my ex-husband. And Lisa Lisa's very adolescent, very, very childish. She reads like a 12-year-old who doesn't who has like Lisa Frank stickers all over everything and like doesn't understand how the world works. Yeah. You know, and she's like, this is very negative, guys. It's like, I, it's, I just really, I know that she doesn't have a good relationship with her family. I really would love to know what that history is. Yeah. She needs therapy because. Bad. It's like it, full teenager bratty energy that she's giving me. So it kind of reminds me of, you know how, like, I feel like the advice that um, Heather Debro gave Gina is actually more warranted to someone like her. Yeah. Because, like, yes, Gina does have trauma still from her ex, but I don't think it's in any way like how it is with this lady. You know what I mean? Granted, mm-hmm. I know it just happened, but like, I, like she is like literally like she she shouldn't. I don't even think she should really be in a relationship. She's she's just so hurt right now. I agree, and I don't she's, really understand how Jody is putting up with it. It's and I feel bad for her. Like this is her whole life, like got ripped from right. Like mm-hmm. it's seemingly out of nowhere. That's what it seems like from what I gather. But she needs time to to heal. She needs someone to to really talk to that is paid to just do that because it is yeah. a lot to have to take on all, all of what she's going through when you other people have stuff going on in their lives. Yeah, like I, I, I'm. Con- What's the word I want to use? She's still like fighting with Lenny. Like Jody is too. They're still fighting with Lenny in comments. I'm it just feels like she's she's not as innocent in terms of the dysfunction. Oh, at I this I, point. I think it I think it's clear that she is definitely adding to it. And I'm not saying you're allowed like, to respond because I'm not, I'm I'm sure he's being really mean and awful. Yeah. But I feel like there's probably some parts where she's stoking it as well like because she's upset with him mad yeah absolutely and it's she's like a dog with a bone it's like she becomes like a different person when she gets onto the topic yeah um anyway okay i'm gonna keep going julia wants to room with alexia and alexia keeps saying she needs todd's permission it was it, it was giving what it was giving that was what she meant she was being weird like she's never met a lesbian person like, and was like, you're going to try to make out with me or something. It was like, Whoa, Oh, don't what? flatter yourself also. Like, yeah. What the hell? And like, I, at one point I thought that maybe she was joking because she just wanted a room with Marisol and didn't want a room with Julia and was like, I need an excuse. Let me joke about it. Why does she think that every, does she think that everybody that's a lesbian is just going to like jump your bones? Like, I'm confused. But well, that why has she to think- be what it's about, right? She, yeah, I think she's like it's it's odd. It yeah, was very odd. Like, I don't know. Like she was so freaked out, and like I have to ask Todd permission. He might like it, and that's Did, where it re- that's where it really was like stuck home. Like, oh, he might like it. Oh, so this is about the lesbian thing. Yeah, yeah. And she said it too many. She, yeah, she and then she said it again on a, a separate Girl. occasion. And I'm wondering, has she always thought that 
uh, she had like a crush on her or something like that? Is like is that oh. she had some suspicion <gasps> about that? Ooh, is that something? I don't know. That was just, it was just <laughs> an odd thing to just jump to because she's a lesbian. That's and, and she seemed confused. She's like, "Do you?" Th-? I was like, "Do you think I have a crush on you?" <laughs> like after the scavenger game, uh, this isn't the next. Ep- this this most recent one, uh, Marisol actually apologizes to Nicole for like putting her through the ringer, and she's like, "I was like hazing you, whatever." Um, I kind of I like thought Marisol was being sincere, but like Marisol, you're crazy for that. Like Marisol's nuts the way she like she'll even admit later when they all are at the dinner and or they're talking about like Marisol's issues with Adriana and then Julia chimes in and stuff and and she's like, yeah, you know, I just was I sided with Larsa and that whole thing. So I pretended like I got DMs about you sleeping with doctors, Nicole. I'm like, that's a crazy thing to do. That Marisol. is really crazy. That's like you take it crazy. to another level. Like I get that you were protecting your friends, but like what? Why, like, you went you went to a place. The only, I guess the reason why this is kind of crazy to even think about, I'm just connecting it, is that Julia's claim then that she's now friends with um, Marisol's ex, and he tells her that Marisol is all kinds of nuts. Like, she'll do whatever she can to, like, ruin your life. That's weird behavior to me. And now I'm realizing that's probably exactly, it's probably all true. I think someone else said that too. Anna, who was on the first iteration of Miami, she went on a podcast and she, I think she said that Marisol is like next level will fuck you up, like goes to great lengths for it. That's so why though? Why why do people like you you're bored. You're bored. If right? you really want to take someone down that much, like I just don't think I would like mm. yeah. <laughs> just and like and like, mm. I I appreciate but like, it but because falsify documents. Fa- yeah, that's like, the this weird is part another. About it. This is like that, and that's like a that's like, and it's not small. I mean, she she claimed that she got this DM. By the way, getting a DM from someone doesn't mean anything. Like I'm anyone so can send people, you a DM. I'm sick of people acting as if a DM is a receipt. That is that's a lazy man's receipt. It is so like anyone can say anything. You have to you have to like find some sort of validity after that. You can't just take it and be like, I don't know. I got this DM. A DM is a mere breadcrumb into the Mm -hmm. later investigation investigation. Mm -hmm. because that could be a what we call in our profession of fake sleuthing a red herring. Okay, yeah. it could be something that to put you on a different trail and to get you completely off. So you cannot take every little thing as fact, and I need everyone to know that we're yep. little detectives. I don't know if you guys know me and me and me and Emily here. We're mm-hmm. we're, we're we're good detectives. We watch a lot of crime shows. We know mm-hmm. we know we know better. We know better. We have more integrity than that. Yes. Um, I was I I kind of was getting annoyed with Julia because I feel like Julia. I, She's it sort of started to feel to me that Julia was like coming after Marisol just to like be interesting on the show. But she did point out a good point. She did. She's like, you're the one that got Alexia all freaked out about Thierry, Adriana's boyfriend from last season and how he's still married. Then in the moment when Alexia brings up that he's still married, you're like, well, maybe they haven't updated the website. And so 
I, so yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. She does do that. Like absolutely. And Alexia Alexia actually agrees with Julia, which was very good for her to do optically for the rest of the group because then the group could be like, "Oh, Alexia will hold Marisol accountable." So that was yeah. a good move to do in front of all of them. That was I I was I was like That's the way yeah, to do that. That is the way to handle that for sure. I liked it. That's like great tactic. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then they get into how, and Lisa co-signs it, like the whole table co-signs that there was some private investigator allegation where uh, Lisa's, I'm sorry, Nicole's husband was like out for happy hour with some fellow coworkers that he took out uh, for drinks and there was a man taking photos of them. Mm. And Lisa's like, yeah, I heard that too. And Marisol's like, why would I ever do that? And then Julia's like, well, I have a friend, which is so weird that it's her ex, but I have a friend that says he's worried about Adriana because you are digging for dirt and you want her like gone. Yeah. Mm. And then and then out of nowhere, Lisa goes, you guys better not be hanging out with Lenny. Okay, Lisa. <laughs> How did you manage to bring that man's name up is beyond me. I like felt Kiki so much when she's like, I can't hear it anymore. Yeah. Like when you just kind of crack, like you got a little buzz going and you just like, I just can't. I just fucking cannot deal with this. Yeah. Like, like girl, like if you can't be on the trip and have fun, like you might need to stay home. Like this is too fucking much. (laughs) And then I would not. When Lisa's like, how does this affect you? I'm like, are you kidding? You like as a, the friend of someone who talks about it constantly, that's how it affects me, okay? Yeah, because we're not allowed to have fun because you're having a meltdown every fucking five minutes. Again, I feel like they all have been really, like, generous with their empathy level for her. Oh, my God. So, again, yeah. it's you're not only taking advantage of your boyfriend's capacity for understanding and empathy and all that. You're doing it with your friends, too. And it's like, I understand, like, it's this is this is a very hard time but you have like at some point you have to be self-aware enough to be like you're being a burden at this point to people emotionally yeah and she but she doesn't even care she's like that's what they should do they should just accept it and deal with it like wow it's selfish and she's doing it so selfish with her kids too i feel like i know that's what freaks me out uh but then larsa this is the weirdest conversation. Larsa looks to Gertie and one more time she's like, by the way, I had good intentions and Gertie's and she's like, I've sent you flowers, whatever. And Gertie's like, yeah, but you just haven't apologized to my face. Larsa then says every word besides sorry and calls it childish to just want the word. Why do you just want the word? It's not about that. It's not about the word. What do we mean? Preschool? What? Okay. Well, it's so hard for her to apologize. She, she doesn't want to do it on camera either. She doesn't want to do it on camera. She's like, she, oh God, I just, I, I can't. This lady is like, I've just, I, she's not real. Like in the, like I cannot, like it's, it's insane. I'm so cannot wrap my head around her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's, I, it's, it's another level. She was, I mean, she was always bad, but like this is, she's taken it to like another place now. It's so dark how I feel about her. Like dark. She's a, like, I don't. I want like, and I've seen her with her kids and I feel like I see her be be able to have like emotion or love. So I just, it's weird. So, cause it's like, (laughs) 
I try to like I try to tap into think times I've seen her with her children, Mm -hmm. so I can like be like she has to be a human though, right? Because she's she's normal in those instances. All right, (laughs) (laughs) totally. Uh, They play croquet, and then a new article comes out where Lenny is claiming that. Lisa is spending 10K on Instacart. That's where she lost me right there. And But Lars is like, look, guys, he can't make that number up. If he's really <laughs> going to court, like he's going to have like he has to show proof of it. And then Lars is straight up. She's like, I know my friend. And Sephora is on Instacart and she <laughs> is addicted to makeup. I'm like, listen, though, $10,000. Oh, I mean, I could when she, when Larsa broke it down, the only contribution, helpful comp- contribution she had. Um, yeah. I was like, that does make sense because I swear to God, I get three products at Sephora and I'm like, they're like, your total is $300. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm here now. I'm not going to look poor in front of this lady. <laughs> Ring it up. It's so true. I've been to, I've I've been going to Ulta because it's right by my house way too much. And so even though I'm going in for one thing, I'm like, I'm not an idiot. I know myself. And yeah. so it's at least it's not even at least a hundred dollars. It's like at least two hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't think I've ever left a Sephora not spending it at minimum two, two hundred dollars. And it's and it's I'm not, I don't have many things. Yeah, exactly. Like it's your not cart, like I have your cart isn't like overflowing. There's like five <laughs> items in it, and I'm like, and what took me over is because I'm standing in that damn fucking trickery of a line with all the f- oh. fucking products surrounding me. I was like, I do need another beauty blender. Damn it! <laughs> I hate that damn thing. That's the most twenty dollars. That is the most effective marketing ever. Putting it in the checkout where you have to stand anyway, and you're like, yeah, I guess I do. I need that. I do need that. And I like I have so many points. I'm a points hoarder as well. They're like, you want to use your points today? No, I don't want to use my points. I want to keep looking at my millions of points in there uh-huh. and feel rich. I never though, use my points too. I never use them. Although never. you never I found you, they, out you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, uh-huh. you have to because I was like, wait, I feel like I had more points in this. And they're like, oh no, like they like every year, like yeah. start over. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know that either. I was so upset one year. So now I do know that you have to use them or they literally just get rid of them, which is I, ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Like, then give me my money back. Yeah. <laughs> Like, all that money that I could have saved when I said no thank you, I want that. Like, yeah, give me a give, payout. Yeah, give me a payout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have to use them. They keep getting me because I keep needing to get the stuff there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, how the hell am I going to get my product? Yeah, no, I always need it. <laughs> Go on the black market. <laughs> you guys got some Urban well, – not Urban Decay. Yes, Urban Decay? That's what I – no, Two-Faced. I no, need Two-Faced. You know what I I ended up getting because when I was in Vegas they happened to have it at the Sephora was that setting spray the Beyonce the one I love artist uh-huh. I used that and I used that before Beyonce's makeup artist made that shit get sold out you know I had to go on a s- Amazon to like get the 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 dissolving mist because there's a dissolving <laughs> mist and they have the in the setting spray and I've been using that before the damn artist said it and now it like literally is sold out every every fucking time I try does to get the, it is it does the dissolving spray dissolve the setting spray it dissolves your makeup yeah oh. so like it makes my like cleansing my face much more efficient because this bitch doesn't know how to do everyday makeup she only knows how to do full glam <laughs> okay so you you just spray it all over your whole face and it like dissolves it yeah so you'll start seeing it start breaking it down because it's an oil 
Ooh. Um, but it's in the same can. It's red. Um, I love it. And I literally had to, like, get it on Amazon. And I don't even – they didn't even have it available on at Sephora anymore. And I started Googling. I was like, did he discontinue this? Like, I don't even see it available. I looked on so many different sites, so many different places to get this man's stuff. Like, I'm a crackhead now because I've yeah. used it and I can't go back. Yeah. Because it's, it's the easiest thing I've ever used to get my makeup off. This is not an ad. But – This <laughs> is not an ad. But, like, I – you've sold me. I want it now. And uh, the setting spray – Good Lord. Like, you will look airbrushed. You can cry. Like, I was wearing that setting spray when I got engaged and I cried and my shit stayed. Wow. Like, like no streaks, nothing. You can sweat in that bitch. You could swim in that bitch. It's staying on your face. I mean, you have just given a full-blown ad. Like, we need to get you a sponsorship with them. I'm going to send you a TikTok of this lady who, like, she was in full labor and she was like, she's a make, she's a content creator. She put her, put her face on right before she was about to give birth, like in the hospital gown, in the fucking room. Amazing. She's like, she's like, I'm using this for the first time. This little Patrick star, da, 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 da. Let's see if this bitch works. She sprays her face. However many hours it took to, to pop that baby out. She's like, bitch, I'm still beat. <laughs> like, Wow. That is the ultimate test. I know. I was like. Childbirth. Yeah, yes. Damn. No wonder that shit's sold out everywhere. It's it is. And like I literally the lady gave me, she's like, come on Tuesdays. Like oh. <laughs> Cause they get the shipment in, I'm assuming. Yes. And cause she was like, Yeah, all the kids are going back to school. They 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 took us all out. To quote the ancient African proverb, I said what I said. Listen, I love the holidays, but they're a little stressful. I'm a little stress sweaty during the holidays under all my sweaters and things. But I'm telling you, I always smell good. And that's because I use Lumi. I discovered Lumi when I had a new smell down in my bikini area. And this was the first time I learned that the whole body can actually get B.O. I thought it was just an armpit thing. It's not. And Lumi was created by an OBGYN who was tired of the vagine being blamed for odors down there. People were booking appointments with her like, something's wrong. And she's like, it's not. It's just body odor. So simple, but also like makes total sense. Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. And mine is one of them. Lumi is also baking soda free, paraben free, and you can use it anywhere. Pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, feet, and it is proven to last for up to 72 hours, but I do recommend showering in that time frame. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHESPEAKS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHESPEAKS. How could you do this to me? When my dad moved here from Florida, he needed all the doctors. He needed a cardiologist. He needed a general practitioner. He needed an ear doctor or hearing doctor, whatever whatever those ones are called. I tell everybody I know about ZocDoc because I feel like we don't know where to look. 
for good doctors because also you find a good doctor and then they don't take your insurance and it just is a hassle. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book your appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter for ones specifically who take your insurance or are located near you and treat almost any condition that you're searching for. These doctors have all been verified from actual real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. It. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doctor that you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the weird receptionist who doesn't really like her job. I have used this for my own appointments, but my dad has used this for all of his new doctors. He is so impressed and he is hard to impress. Go to ZocDoc.com slash she speaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. Enough. Um, okay, let's do um Beverly Hills. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel like this is the longest we've like lasted on Miami but I guess we did kind of cover two we did episodes. Two, we did two episodes yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay it w- the cold open was like oddly dramatic and like kind of anticlimactic it was just Kyle telling Mauricio about the dinner yeah and he's the, his his energy and his attitude is very much like he used to always have this energy like when the when the rumor came out that Lisa Vanderpump tried to push remember when she tried to put the the magazine, magazine and Brandy's mm-hmm. thing like he was like fuck these people I'm pissed off whatever uh-huh. it has a it's the same energy but like a little bit darker and a little bit skeevier from him yeah. he's like did you tell him to fuck off like don't let him do that and that I thought this line from Kyle was very interesting I genuinely thought that she was kidding like I thought they were going to cut back to her confessional and be and she was going to be like just kidding she goes, why would anyone be attacking someone over their marriage? I'm like, and you're going to laugh, right? And be like, ah, just kidding. I know I had it coming. Like, I thought that she was going to do that. But she was dead serious. And she's like, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm like, well, you wrote but, the playbook. Like, you and LVP, <laughs> you and LVP together, honey, did yeah. a whole bunch of shit. Like, Yolanda's illness. Like, come on. This is why I'm having such a hard time with giving Kyle what she's really wanting from us, which is all this like empathy, understanding and all that stuff. Because if she could just do one simple thing for me, I could I could give her everything she wanted. I really would admit that she did this to other people and didn't give them the, 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 the space, the understanding, the empathy that they desired at the time. And now she's understanding it because she's now in the situation and she's uh, sorry for it. I would let it go. But because she won't do that simple thing and she's trying to, she's hoping that we forgot about that. And I don't forget about that kind of stuff. I'm going to be here to remind her. Like, you did these things. Literal, almost like, it's kind of eerie. You're kind of like, the things that you did to other people are quite literally happening to you right now. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I, I just, I, I could not understand how she wasn't joking. Like, 
Well, she really, and- she's really, because she's, you know what? She, she's been protected. She's been protected by producers. She has a really big fan base. And I just, I think that it's somewhere along the lines. She just, just has lost like, ident- like her like reality. And I guess she always plays that like, technically she didn't say it. I like she that. had someone else say it type that of thing. Sh- her technicality police, like, stop like, it. With the Denise thing, it was very much like, okay, Rena, we told you, now you say it. We're not going to say it. Like, okay, you know what I mean? But you're Sh- saying it. So. She's even doing it in real time right now with the whole Sutton drinking thing. She's kind of throwing that on Dorit. Yeah, she is. Well, I was she, she, quite she, telling was, at the was, after show. It was the, um, they both were telling, uh, they both told on each other, but Dorit was like, I'm not fucking taking this one again. No, she wanted to, I know, she wanted to uh, say it and wasn't saying it, so I said it. Yeah. And and Kyle's like, I don't know, I think Dorit was the one who thought about it first. It's like, we watched you FaceTime Dorit and talk about it prior to that scene. It's, it's, she's like, she's literally like, I'm like, there's no way, Kyle, you can think that we don't know that you brought this up and- you trying to like gaslight us to say that you've only brought it up at Sutton's house at one time or you're only talking about that one instance. Like, no, 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 that no. Like roll the tapes back, baby. Like you've been doing it. I hate mm-hmm. God, Kyle. Like, and it also makes it hard for me to con- stay in my empathy for what she's going through when she's still simultaneously producing and trying to take someone else down while she's going through something. I have a theory that I don't think Kyle was planning on doing her typical Kyle thing this season, like having them gang up on someone and like strategize. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's only now she's doing it because A, it comes naturally to her. Yeah. And B, because Sutton is coming for her. Right. And I do think that Sutton and Kyle are almost doing the exact same thing to each other. Because Sutton also tried to throw Garcelle under the bus and be like, well, I didn't say that. Yeah. Garcelle said it. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. No, 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 no. She literally, like, I don't think Garcelle would think half the thoughts that Sutton has. But when Sutton brings them to her, she's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the wheels are turning because it it is, like, the thing is, you're correct. And I saw that when she, I was like, oh, bitch, you're going to throw Garcelle on the bus when you Mm -hmm. know you're the one who planted it um, Mm -hmm. in her head. But the only difference I feel like with Sutton is she's not like making stuff up. Like she's not like creating things. She's like she is observing stuff and just like calling it out. Whereas Kyle, I feel like she is straight up making shit up to because she in retaliation. Like even if like, she thinks that Sutton has a, like she's exasperating it. She's trying to make it bigger. She's like they're they're saying things like I, w- I bet you if she put coffee like alcohol Walk in her, her co- coffee. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like that I think this is why I always can't align myself with the Fox Force. They're always like taking maybe a small droplet of something and then creating way more. And I'm like, why do you got to fabricate stuff? Well, then let's talk about the whole eating disorder, esophagus, Teddy of it all. So Teddy on her fucking podcast I, I hope you were lucky enough to have missed it. I, I heard it. I'm triggered. I, I talked about um, it earlier today with my friend. <laughs> so Teddy tells this story of Sutton in Italy and all they had to eat was a sandwich and she was she threw a fit. She freaked out because she couldn't eat the sandwich. And then she goes on to say that Sutton drinks her calories. Mm -hmm. And I think that she just essentially drinks her calories and doesn't want to eat. So 
all of this is terrible that Teddy is saying. And she even is damaging. Crystal's eating. She doesn't call it an eating disorder. She calls it her eating, quote, situation because she's so insensitive to this topic on every level. So it's very problematic, but that's her version of the story. Yeah. Then we get to the after show and Crystal tells the story. And Crystal hadn't heard Teddy's uh, podcast. She didn't know. She wasn't intentionally trying to contradict Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Teddy on her podcast. She was just like, okay, so here's this story. In Italy, we had nothing to eat but sandwiches and and Sutton was having to like chew food and like spit it out because she couldn't swallow it because of her esophagus issue. And then even Erica and Kyle talk about how, yeah, that's right. At in Italy, like so years ago, she's talking about her esophagus issue. You guys are aware of it. Just like Sutton wants Kyle to say exactly what's happening in her marriage or exactly what's going on. Kyle needs to say exactly what she's accusing Sutton of by doubting the esophagus issue. Yeah. And that is, you're saying that her esophagus issue is a ruse because she really has an eating disorder and she is just pretending it's an esophagus problem. Yeah, that is what she's saying. That's what you're saying. Like, that's what Teddy's saying. That's what Kyle is saying. That's what Anne-Marie is saying. So. And I don't know why Anne-Marie's in it. Fuck off. She's too much. She's she way too much. Too much. It's just in, like it's cr- it's cringy. It's cringy how much she's up Kyle's ass. I'm like, Ew, it's it's really ick. it's really cringy. And the thing is, it's not warranted or justified. Like she's like, in, well, I know we're gonna get to it, so I'm gonna just hold yeah, my okay. thoughts, right? So, but that's like that is how di- like that is literally what you guys are saying. And Sutton wants Kyle to say exactly what's going on. Well. And Kyle, you want, I guess, Sutton to admit that she's pretending to have an esophagus problem because she really has a drinking slash eating disorder. By the way, if she does have either of those or both or whatever, what's your goal in Mm -hmm. exposing that? That's what I need to get at. So what? So what? She has an eating disorder. And I'm not saying so what? Like that's a a life thing. Yeah, like it's not something. uh Uh-huh. It's like, okay, she admits she has an eating disorder. She admits she's an alcoholic. Now what do you want? How how do we help? Is it because you're is it out of concern? Because it doesn't feel that way. I get though Sutton has been Sutton's but look here, let me let me let me back up real quick though. And I do I, I don't know if you agree and it's totally fine if you don't. So okay. I'm this is Emily's thoughts. I don't want to pull Pia into this, but Sutton is in my opinion still poking and even Dorit. Like I didn't realize that Kyle's friend passed away in May of last year. And then they filmed the reunion, mm-hmm. which really I was like, oh, I didn't realize that happened in that order. And then months later, so they filmed the reunion in September of last year. They didn't pick up cameras because they took a break. They mm-hmm. didn't pick up cameras until the end of January, early February of this year. Okay. Kyle was already like in her workout mode and shit by the reunion because I remember noting her shoulder blades like were really like protruding mm-hmm. when she wore her dress. So she's been on this kick of no drinking and and um working out for months going into filming so i am finding sutton to be a little bit messy with this questioning of like adding that into the question like you're not eat you're 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 eating better and you're working out and you're not drinking it's like yeah but she's at this point been doing it for like seven months i have a question when does morgan come into play when does she meet because i i have a theory my also what do you but mean? I, I need to like 
I need to know when more. So I feel like I do feel like Morgan is what kicked it off. But if if you're saying she started working out and all that stuff before she met Morgan and then my what I'm thinking doesn't make any sense anymore. I don't know when I don't know when that relationship. Remember, okay. I'm blocked, so I never I have to like. Go oh, back yeah, and, I like, always find. forget that she blocked you. Yeah, so like I have to like to get get, get the information on. This is why I don't snitch tag when you're when someone posts something about a, a Bravo Leb. Don't at the Bravo Leb in the comment because that's what leads to snitch. That's what leads to you getting blocked, and then we yeah. can't make the content. It's fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know when Morgan even joined the mix. You know who would know that is Face Reality 16. She did the whole timeline. So we could okay. probably go to her highlights okay. on her Instagram to figure out the dates because I okay. think she I think she mapped that all out. Okay, perfect. Um, but going – and I'm sh- actually by the reunion, I'm sure she had met Morgan because she had tattoos at that point. And I feel like that had oh. to have been a Morgan influence, right? Yeah. So, yeah, right? that's – yeah, because – yeah. I'm going to let you finish and then I'm going to put what I've been trying to piece together. Yeah. So – to me, if 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 this if Kyle's been on this like health kick because her fuck like if my best friend completed suicide, I would be changed forever. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's such a be, traumatic thing to happen to you, especially since the way Kyle describes her is like she was the rock, she was the stable one, she was like going to take over all my finances if I ever died, like and yeah. all my kids, and like, mm-hmm. and then that person kills themselves like it's it's a horrible horrible visual and horrible thought if she's been affected by that this whole time it's making the speculating a little confusing to me it's like she's forever changed yeah. I didn't realize I thought that I thought we were going to see it happen in this season but it had already happened right right so I'm like now I think it's a little odd that we're not like and it's not like Kyle's not talking about it she mm-hmm. is willing to talk about it on camera it's like why wouldn't any of you, not even Dorit, be like, this most likely has to do with losing her friend? Um, that That is, I hope that is a question that uh, gets posed. To, you know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. that would fucking destroy me. This is, I have a couple of things to say about that. Um, one, my thing with, with the whole Morgan thing is like, because Kyle lost somebody who's so important to her, that is a huge void that's gone so I feel like that is like how Mm -hmm. Morgan even got to become so close to to Kyle because I feel like Kyle was in such desperate need and she was obviously not getting it from Mauricio that that extra space that has now been like gone forever from her this this important person and so that I can understand Kyle like not replacing her friend but like needing needing that that powerful connection again. Mm-hmm. I feel like Morgan does kind of like enjoy it. And I feel like oh, she yeah. has had a huge influence. And so I, that's where I think that the ladies are missing the fact that, that this is what's ha- like, this is why she is so attached to Morgan and why she has made changes. And she, they're just equating it to something more surface as she's maybe dealing with marital problems, marital problems, or she is in a relationship with Morgan. And I feel like Morgan is a bigger symbolism for her than, than even that. Like just, even if they are having some type of romantic relationship, it's more, it's, I think it is connected to the loss of her friend. Um, And Morgan also was having, uh, I think she had to get a mastectomy, a double mastectomy too. Oh really? She had the BRCA gene, I think, but I know that there was, I know that there was a cancer, a breast cancer element to it. And you know how Kyle is, after her mom with breast cancer, that's yeah. such a thing. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But then, see, I 
I'm picking up on all of that, and that's what was disar- – like, I'm again, I'm glad that that package came because it gave me a moment to, like, disarm myself to see where Kyle was coming from. But mm-hmm. then what happens is I want to be fair, right? And as much as I am empathetic and I am, I feel so bad for what she's gone through, this huge loss, I, I can't help but think about, like, what – like, I just wish – I just – again, like I said, I just wish she could just – be real and just be like, man, like I was kind of an asshole to people when they were going through similar things back in the day. And I, I can't even, now that I'm in this horrible position, mm-hmm. like I, like I can't even believe that's how I, I was that I was, I, cause I feel like Kyle was super insensitive, specifically LVP. LVP. Her brother was lost in the same way. And mm-hmm. she, she said back to LVP, I'm going through things too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can you imagine if someone said that to Kyle in this moment? And that's like, you know what I mean? So I wish that at some point Kyle can just take ownership of that. So I know for me it would be easier to just like fully embrace her. But if that, mm-hmm. and, but but it's that's what's my trouble right now with her. Same. And she's and she's simultaneously doing doing things. And I know that Sutton and her are going back and forth. But some of the, like. Some of the things that she's saying about Sutton, if you think about big picture, could be very damaging to Sutton because, mm-hmm. again, she has a kid and they could take her kid away from her with some of the stuff that she's talking about. They've done it for yeah, less her, for people. Sutton's ex seems very uh, retaliatory and like, not, yeah, you know, not the like ready to ready to fight, basically. Right. I guess my issue that I've always had with Kyle is that she expects all of this support, empathy and love. But I feel like she doesn't take anybody else into consideration when it when it's, you know, something that they're going through. And that's my biggest issue with her. And yeah, I like I, I don't like the double standard. Yeah. And I. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just I'm going to go to the scene now with yeah. the therapist and life coach, because I feel like there were some gems in there that will like mm-hmm. keep this conversation going. Yes. First of all, this therapist and life coach, I was like, oh, OK, since when? Because. I don't know if this was just for cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, it must have been because he had to have known about her friend passing. Everyone did. It was on her Instagram. Like she posted right. about it when it happened. It's not like so it must have just been for the cameras to like set this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> on, I thought I thought I heard that. I thought I heard the plumber. For those who don't know, because I'm probably going to edit around this in the middle of this, we've had a plum. We've had my landlord call because there's a plumbing issue in the downstairs apartment and they have to fix something in my shower. So like any minute, the plumber is going to come back and be like, we're going to do that. Um, And I also had Kaiser Permanente call fucking. okay, wait, there is truly a shortage for ADD medication because now the Vyvanse that I was trying to fill, they're like, we don't have it and we don't know when we're going to get it. So now I'm trying to call around to all other Kaisers. Oh, you can only get it at Kaiser? Do you hear that? I I just I it's not that loud, but I heard it a little bit. I hear it now. Yes. <laughs> How did they yeah. even get in there, though? Okay, this bubble thing is hilarious. <laughs> How did they even get, Dad? How did they? Where are they? Where in your bathroom? What's that? Did you hear that? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was like. How did they get inside? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Sorry, Pia. This is this is actually, I think. Is this entertaining? <laughs> it is, actually. It's chaotic, and I love it, and I think you should not. Ha- I love Keep that in, too. Your dad looked. 
all of this is actually super entertaining. I know is that it? No, it really is. And I know how you are because you're like, I want it to be like, you know. Clean really and clean polished. And, no, this this is it. Okay. This is some real life shit right here. It's fun. <laughs> it's okay, fun. Okay, so we're going to try. I'm sorry for the background noise. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, fine. I'm going to keep going. Um, okay. The stuff that happened with Kathy really affected Kyle. Mm-hmm. And... What's interesting is that we're simultaneously getting the Paris in Love season two. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. I think I want to do a binge. I don't want to do week to week. Okay. No, it's it's already all up. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'll binge. Maybe not today because I got to watch Southern Charm. Yeah. No, it's already all up. You see a side of Kathy that actually... I've always we've we've even said we're like if you just slightly tweak these cameras a little bit you would see the other side of Kathy um like she got like a very a good edit for sure you see that side because Paris has released in this season she's released her book so Mm -hmm. it's got all the stuff about like all the trauma that she went through um how she was essayed um at some point when she was a teenager and the way Kathy handles it is so odd but also like so, it so makes sense too at the same time because we know how weird Kathy is with their mom mm-hmm. you know like Kathy has tried everything in her power to make it so that no one knows like the, the way her mom really the way their mom really was you know what yeah. I mean mm-hmm. and so like the way she processes it she even calls um uh Paris at one point an alien because the way she deals with I don't know like so it's you see a lot of stuff with Kathy that you're like okay so there's it's not just that Kyle like I've always had a little bit of compassion for Kyle with the family stuff because I'm like the whole it sounds like this whole family did a fucking number on everyone on the entire fucking on all the kids on all three of them yeah so seeing that does give me a little bit more compassion for Kyle with that situation that happened with her sister. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, we all watched how you treated Kathy and Aspen. Like we all watched leading up to that whole big blow up. We all watched the way you were letting them come for her, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I want you to watch Paris and Love and then report then, back. Okay. Because I feel like it definitely shifts it shifted my view. Not like entirely, because I always kind of knew that there was a possibility that Kathy had that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you get a, a bit a bit clearer of a picture of what it's like. I'm I'm definitely going to watch and I'll definitely report back and see if my opinions have changed. I feel like, I don't know how much, like, because the thing is, I definitely, I think that my whole stance on the Richard sisters are that they're, all three of them are messed up and it's because of Big Kathy. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that always – I think the reason why I, I, it seems like maybe I'm, like, more Team Kathy is because – I mean, I guess Kathy also doesn't really admit this, but um, I guess I understand Kathy probably more. I feel like she's like, she's like I want to keep all the family secrets. We don't tell our dirty laundry. Like, and I, that's how, like, my family kind of was raised. We don't tell our dirty laundry. And everyone – but everyone wants to, like, move in a different way. And I think I get a little irritated with – Kyle more so than any of the other sisters is because I don't feel like she thinks she contributes to any of the uh, problems in the dynamics of the sisters. I feel like she thinks that it's 
Kathy's a problem, Kim is a problem, and they're always all attacking her. She's just trying to be there for all of them. But I'm like, I think you don't see what you contribute to. And that, and, and I think that's a running theme for me of why I sometimes just can't get with Kyle is that she doesn't acknowledge what she has done as well. Yeah, her contribution to the dynamic. Right. And that's what makes me like shut off from her all the time. I was like, if you're not willing to admit your part, then I'm not going to give you anything at all. There's that very, it's like there's, she's so adolescent. Like I think that's what always kind of made me feel like kind of bad for her. And it's Mm -hmm. the same feeling I have about Kim. Kim's very adolescent. Yeah. Like they're very like underdeveloped emotionally. Yes. Yes. And you know what I mean? So it's like, it's such a trick. That's why they're so fascinating though. Like the Richard sisters are the most fucking fascinating people to me because it's just layers upon layers and like unspoken things. And Kathy alone is just a trip. Yeah, um, like Kathy is a person to me that just is she know she's like a person that is aware of her own delusion and she she uses that be, as mm-hmm. a, a like a distraction, yeah. a distraction oh, because yeah. she's she's unwilling to tell you anything that's happening. She is she is of the mindset that what happens in the family stays in the family and she'll give you the kooky stuff to to give you something else to talk about what rather than what she does not want to talk about. And that's, I think that's why that's, I'm like, I, I oh get her. God, you, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, when you watch Paris in Love, you're going to be like, wow, I just nailed it. Like, that, <laughs> that was it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. But of course, that's not great for people it's, who no. need to talk to her about their emotional problems with her because she's incapable, right? Exactly. And that's, that's where, and that's where she contributes to me in the fracture of the relationship because she's, you can't get deep with Kathy because she's unwilling to get deep, but in order to heal, you have to talk about the thing, those those things. And she's unwilling to do that. So that's my thing. It's like I can kind of point out, like, or from observing slightly, where what, what sisters are doing what and why this is a merry-go-round that they keep going in. Uh-huh. They really totally. do need family therapy. Yeah. It's really surprising they haven't done it. Kathy but- ain't doing no damn therapy. Kathy does, for the first time, Kathy does therapy with Paris on camera. Oh, shit. And it's, it's, and you know it's how I feel about really, on-camera therapy, though. <laughs> you actually will. I was surprised at how willing they were, how willing Kathy was to talk about it, honestly. Okay. It's, I, it's, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, no, it's it's a very interesting case study in Kathy Hilton, for mm-hmm. sure. How could you do this to me? Question mark. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane, and I'm so excited because I need to update my winter wardrobe desperately. I love Jenny Kane. It's so California girl, like me. Their staples just make it easier to get dressed. You want to think minimalist, effortless, but totally refined, you know? They have really luxurious cashmere sweaters, really iconic accessories, but they have the best elevated basics. Oh my God. And their home essentials are to die for. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best holiday season yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code she speaks to get 15% off. Anything you buy at Jenny Kane is a smart investment. Everything is timeless. It's so well made. It's like smart 
dressing in any season, but especially this season, their sweaters are the it item. Lately, I'm obsessed with the Flynn cashmere sweater. It's the perfect wear with anything v-neck and that cashmere half sip. Ooh, it's such a good everyday staple. They are back in must have shades and you can bet I'm adding both to my cart. ASAP, and also holiday gifting. Ooh, there is no better stocking stuffer than one or more of Jenny Kane's cashmere accessories from beanies and gloves to the coziest socks. Everything is so luxe and everyone will love it. The Brooklyn Lug Boot is a cold weather classic and the Leather Lug Mule is my new favorite. And they have a rewards program. You can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Gift yourself and your loved ones the best gift of all. Jenny Kane. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SHESPEAKS at JennyKane.com. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com and use code SHESPEAKS. Let getting dressed be one last thing you got to worry about. I love that. But okay, so for Kyle, it's the losing of her friend, who she's like her then Kathy. And she says that her marriage was always the thing that kept her grounded. And then Mm. not having that either was a lot and that's when I was like ooh okay so like this could be this could have been a very pivotal moment for Kyle like to learn a lot more about herself so to be determined like so far she's only like changed her lifestyle Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like she's doing internal work on like patterns of behavior yeah and stuff like that yeah she's being very external Mm-hmm. About Which it. is very smart. I totally understand not wa- like wanting to be. Now I get her line. I can't afford to be depressed right now. Yeah. And I or like I need to be very clear. Like now I really get that because it's like I could easily crumble. And she's seen like how her sister has when there's been emotional trauma because Kim, Kim Richards has been through it. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Tell the plumber goodbye. <laughs> Bye, plumber. <laughs> Plumber man. What a day. Um, He's going to be on the internet later. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I know. But no, like Kim is a prime example. Like she saw like what Hollywood has done to Kim, what emotional trauma has done to Kim and how yeah. it took her down a very dark path. Yeah. And they have the same genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. Like I can and see her the being last careful. Couple se- ever since LVP left, so was it two seasons without LVP? Like two and a half? Oh, I feel like it's been a, like a lifetime now. <laughs> Damn. Because it. Was, I think you're right. So I think you're season, right. No, no, it was. So we're in season. Yeah, no, it's two and a half. Two and a half. It was 10, 11. No, three. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, at least three, right? 10, not including this one. So three and Not a half. including yeah, this one? Not including this one. Yeah, so like three and a half because she left like midway through that other one. But Kyle started to really lean into being the fun tequila margarita girl. Mm-hmm. And it became like almost ridiculous the way she was doing it like margarita and like she was always like getting drunk and being silly like it was like it became such a performance to me yeah and I'm like like in Aspen last season she was so fucking drunk at the hat place like she was she'd been drinking there and then you know how she remember how she gets in that fight with Dorit later like back oh in, yes, like, yes, yes 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 she was fucking drunk like that was tequila like too many tequila emotional drunk Yes. 
And she, like, mm-hmm. could not get her shit together. She, like, made it her personality. She made, like, yeah. getting margaritas her personality. Yeah. And so that was de- that was destined to fail for sure. And now she's having, like, a whole identity crisis. But she still feels so juvenile. Even the way she's dealing with Mauricio. No, yeah, it's, it is. She's – Kyle is adolescent. Mm-hmm. And – she thinks she, she the way she argues is like I I feel like I'm listening to a some a teenager. Yeah. She gets like she it's like it's she's so she gets like it's like she just gets so tr- you know how like teenagers like everything is the biggest deal mm-hmm. and that that's how like that's how she argues like yeah, no she, like it's just she like flies so off the handle there's no control no emotional yeah, control. Yeah, she has no con- yes, that is exactly. It. She has no emotional control. Yeah. Yeah. So this therapist slash life coach is not really doing much. I'm like, how often do you see this guy? This guy that you've known for 20 years. I feel like he's just a friend. And then she just like gave him that title card. Yeah. My life coach slash therapist. I'm like, well, he's not. Do- he's he's known you too long. I, w- I was saying that to my friend. I was like, if he's been uh, uh, do- helping her out for the past 20 years, it's not fucking working for their dynamic isn't working and she needs to move on to someone else because it's it's they're not making any progress at all. Nope. And it, whatever he's telling her, like, honestly, again, my biggest thing is I feel like Kyle's biggest problem is that she is perpetual victim and she does not see how she also victimizes people. Yep. And it, and uh. She went, well, I think once she opens her mind, like she, you, you, can, you're allowed to be human and flawed, and like, you know, do, you know, make bad decisions, but you have to like, you can't, you're not, you're gonna keep doing the same shit if you don't like acknowledge that part of yourself. Yeah, that's just like that's that one that's always that missing piece that we can't quite get her there. It's like, yeah, just get there, and then we can give you all the stuff you want, yeah, like all the whatever, yeah. Let's move to a less uh, interesting topic, Anna Marie. <laughs> God, I hate her so much. She gets her, you know, they get the obligatory scene with the kids and the intro and the whatever, and where she mm-hmm. lets us know that the, her husband, he thinks she's so great because she is an 8.5 across the board. Looks, Did she? body, what else does she have? Intelligence. Intelligence, yeah, like. Athleticism, I think she's mentioned, ooh. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and then she really doubles down on it in the after show. Doubles down, like saying, you know, she's like, I don't know. I think that's a compliment. And what's so sad is, I could, I for a second, I, I was like, yeah, no, because he should just be saying you're a ten. To him, you should be a ten on everything. I found that incredibly alarming. Of that, she was so delusional to think that that was in any way, shape, or form a compliment, because he literally rated you. Like that's weird. And, and it not, was such a specific not rating, a 10. too. It's not I a 10. an 8.5. Hey, and then honey. She goes, and then she goes, no, sorry, wait. I was a 9.5 in looks or something. I'm like, oh. In body. Want, he, no, it wasn't he looks. He wouldn't it, give you, he wouldn't it wasn't give you looks. a 10. It wasn't oh, looks. It was his it was, body. It was body. It was body, which is, I can't. Like, honestly, girl, run. Because that's, if he actually said that to you, that's, that's not okay. Mm-mm. That's not okay. And you, like. No. And here no. she's she's still saying it's like a good thing. She's it's like, not a good thing. Yeah. I was like, when she was trying to explain why it was a good thing, I was like, you hear it? Do you hear it? <laughs> do you hear it? Because do you hear it? Like, she, it, And she's still, she's like, no, I don't. So 
That's and what not, led me we're to, gonna, to not trust her in any of the medical knowledge she was trying to spew at me later because she oh, accepted well, that. Yeah, let's – when we get there, I have so much – I the way she did that was so – anyway. Yeah. Um, Erica gets signs her contract for the Vegas, re- Vegas residency, calls her mom to tell her. But now we are at the party setup where Sutton and Avi Sut- – Avi is trying to get Sutton to stay on track – Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's like, put on your shoes or don't touch that or whatever. And then she goes, stop. You have to stop bossing me around. You're not my father. <laughs> Damn. And again, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this dynamic. I really don't. I'm starting to shift on the dynamic because I'm starting to be like, because obviously like he was, this, this was the first time I've started seeing him like really, I saw a little bit of it when it was the, the Dorit matchmaker thing, but like. I feel like they might just have, like, a really interesting dynamic because, like, the way he had, like, I, I can tell he does have to boss her around because she just is, is all over the place. And I feel like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm still uncomfortable by the whole I'm, dynamic. I'm still uncomfortable with it. But I'm And starting, I just hope he's paying her. I hope she's paying him well. Oh, he, I guarantee she is because that ain't no fucking way would I be up in dealing with Sutton's erratic ass if I wasn't being paid handsomely. God. I kind of like low-key think that he runs that house and we don't know about it. Like he, like he, like he is in charge of that entire house. Like he's like Sutton, it's time to get up, get your ass. Like I feel like I bet you he talks to her like that off camera, like get your ass in here, Sutton. Really? I kind of feel that way because I felt a little bit more sassiness in him in this episode, and I feel like she was probably like, I can't have you be doing this to me on camera. You already do it to me behind the scenes. See, I got a less playful tone to that. I got a feel of that he was like, I, he's like so, he's on constant fight or flight because if he, like, remember with the pants? The pants mm-hmm. weren't in the in the closet. He mm-hmm. is always trying to avoid a moment like that. So he's like, please, please. Like, I felt like it was more of a panic from him and then okay. her acting like, like saying you're not my father, I'm like, that was Sutton. Weird. I'm gonna re- so I'm rewatch not, that scene because I'm, I'm still, still I'm still analyzing that dynamic because I don't know how I feel about it yet. I don't yeah. like I'm so like don't understand it yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm very like I think by now people know I'm a very Sutton neutral. Like I don't I'm not like in any way a stan of hers, and so I'm I don't I'm I'm more inclined to think that she's actually kind of being inappropriate. It, it, I'm the thing is I'm I'm still I need more I need to see more of them because when I first saw them I felt like I was like sudden are you mean to your staff that's what I my initial thought but like I'm trying to I I need to I want to see more time because I felt a little differently in this moment but I need to rewatch that particular moment again I'm, I'm still dissecting it yeah it's, for me. it's most of Sutton like requires a lot of dissecting for me yeah yeah still 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 thinking on it have no yeah. real opinion yet yeah <laughs> So the ladies are getting ready. Erica and Dorit both reference Karl Lagerfeld when they yeah, are they do. getting ready. Uh, but Kyle FaceTimes Morgan and proudly tells her that Kim is going to be her date to Sutton ev- Sutton's event. And then Kyle gives us this. It's, again, so juvenile. Kyle tells us that her relationship with Morgan is different than any of her other friends. And I'm like, oh, wow, I can't believe she's saying that. Teddy and the reason is just having a fit. But the reason is because she's constantly teasing her. And I'm like, oh, that's just absolutely bizarre to say. It's so – Morgan is just such a cliche, in my opinion. Like, she's so that – the lesbian that knows how to get the straight ladies kind she's of remind- did you watch? Up. Did you watch the reboot of Sex and the City at all? 
And just like that, I covered it. Are you crazy? It's one of the funniest shows ever. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I actually really don't like the reboot. No, I do it's, not. It's horribly. It's ho- it's so horrible. It's good. Oh, okay. I see. If you if you were to like if you like I if, I didn't know you were watching it. When it comes back in twenty twenty five, I'll have you on for a recap because when you when you like break down the ridiculousness of it, then you can appreciate it. Okay. Like I don't want it to get any better. I want it to stay just as fucking weird. Okay. I just I just feel like I I don't like I don't love the character of Shay. No Shay. one does. That's the problem. No one does. But that's what it's from. You know how like I feel like yes, she, like, it's I very Shay TS. Like is that not it's because it's a cliche? It's a prototype of a person. That when you said cliche, that's immediate. I was like. That's uh, uh, and just like that, I was. That's yeah. exactly what I said. And then how Che would be like teasing Miranda, and I was like, at first everyone thought that was cute. I was like, no, that mm-hmm. they're just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what I. That's immediately what I thought when Kyle was like. I mean, in the way that Morgan teases me, I was like, is it teasing or is she kind of just being a dick to you? And you're yep. like taking it, and you think like masking making, it with masking it with fun. it with yeah, masking it with a couple of little nice things at the end. There, there are people who are like that. That like. They like, oh, I'm just like digging at you. And then they like say something kind of nice. So then you're confused if like, should you be mad or not? That's Morgan. Mm -hmm. That is Morgan right there. (laughs) Making fun of her middle-aged straight lady friend who's been married forever. She probably has a a bunch of other people she does that with. A bunch of other women that she just like makes fun of all the time. And this makes sense why Morgan um, and Marie and Kyle have become so close because they're both delusional about how their partner treats them. Like it's ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, she tells Morgan about Sutton and Garcelle's like makeup gift theory, and then she's like, "I'm wearing this tonight. What are they going to say about that?" And I'm sorry, I found that to be the most hideous necklace I'd ever seen. Not the most hideous, yeah, no. I was like, yeah, I, it looks like it looks like one of those pieces of jewelry that's obviously very expensive, but, but it like, looks like why? yeah, from yeah, it looks, but it also looks like it could be from H and M. Yeah, the big old baubles. I'm like, so I'm sure you spent a lot of money on it, but it's just not great. But it's- also, she's purposely missing the point. Like, you're wearing a ring th- that is much different than getting a new necklace. Like, you know what I mean? Re- like, you've replaced your wedding band. Like, it wasn't yeah. even like you were wearing that and your wedding band. You were wearing that instead of yeah, your so wedding like, band. You're not, Kyle, like Sutton said, you're not stupid. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, girl. She not stupid. (laughs) Kyla is so funny because Kyla is so proud of herself for bringing Kim. But I'm dying because the the amount of comments I've seen where people are like, and then fucking Kyle brings Kim because she's like so desperate to show that she's still cool with her sister. But here Kyle is like, that's right. I brought my friend. I brought my sister to show you that we're cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's like she had no idea how how the audience was going to take that. Yeah, I was like, most well, people are dissing her for doing that. I'm, I understand why she did it, but I was actually more concerned that how uh, for Kim actually, I was like, has anybody stopped to think about what subject starts happening at Sutton's thing and how that could possibly be triggering for Kim? Like, because they fell out because Kyle had exposed her for alcoholism, and now she's hearing. That Kyle possibly is doing the same shit again to someone else. Like, I I was looking at Kim squirming during the conversation mm. and looking visibly uncomfortable. Yeah, the whole, I mean, to be fair, she looked uncomfortable from the second she walked in. True. 
Kim is like they're in 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 uber rich people circles. I feel like there's always that kooky lady that they know is super kooky, but they're just like that's Kim. And Kim yeah. is that person where you just like pretend she's not totally wacky. Yeah. Telling telling you that she's drawing on her walls with markers and crayons. I, I felt so I was like, damn it. I wish somebody could give an ex- show some of her work at in the mo- in this moment cuz like it sounds crazy when she says I'm drawing on the walls. So I'm like, it's good, guys. The artwork is good. It looked like I was like she's talented. It looked good. It's, it's so I wouldn't consider I think it's good cuz we didn't I I'm sorry. I just didn't think it was like I wouldn't want it on my wall. <laughs> of course not. You know what I mean? Like, it's good because you're like, oh, wow, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But like, yeah. can you also get the amazing visual of Kim drawing like one day just decided to draw on her wall? Yeah. Like she's and I've heard from people that say she's got like a hoarder house, which is exactly how I picture Kim's house. Oh, I definitely picture a hoarder house for sure. She definitely seems like a hoarder. 100%. Absolutely. She is a hoarder. So I could see that. And then like and then she starts drawing on her walls. Like, yeah, just, Kim is Kim is wacky. There's no denying that. You didn't think it was good? I'm going to look at it again. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Okay. But it was like, if, if someone drew out, like, I wasn't like, I want to commission that. Okay. You know, <laughs> not, not a, you're not buying any Kim Richard artwork. I'm not buying soon. any Kim Richard art. But you know what? She, I hope she keeps nurturing her gift. Yeah. Because that would be, that is so how I picture Kim, though. Like, in her later years now, I picture mm-hmm. her doing her funky art and selling it on like Etsy. Yeah. Just for fun, you know, and like just being Kim like that because Kim's now all into her spiritual shit too, like more than ever. So yeah, like making your art, like I could see her getting into like stained glass. Yeah. Like I like this like artsy journey for her though. Like, yeah. Go so for like, it, girl. Yeah. So like I in no way don't – I. Support Kim on every level because Kim is out of the house now. She's not hanging out in the house anymore. She's she's socializing with people. Yeah. And she didn't get into the mess. In fact, she said, you know, Sutton could really use some of my work in here. I did bring my markers. And in the <laughs> midst of all the drama, I was like, okay, perfect. Like, uh, this also showed me that Kim is not going to come back to She shouldn't come back full-time. as much as I miss her so much because I, I, I find her so the most fascinating out of all the sisters, quite frankly. Um, but 100%. it's not, it's not a good space for her. And I don't want to jeopardize her health for my entertainment. For my entertainment. Exactly. They would feel exploitative, yeah. which, you know, we're trying to avoid now that Bethany, Bethany's the one who exposed the way reality TV handles things. Well, just, speaking of Bethany, did you hear about how she was kind of backtracking about Andy? When? Um, what? I, so I can't remember where I I, uh, I watched somebody talk about how I think she may have said this on her podcast or she said it she said it somewhere that's recorded, and she was like I guess she saw Andy at Jingle Ball or something, mm-hmm. and I she said you know she was pretty much like when I saw him it got brought back fuzzy feelings like I like we've had really good times and he's a good person and like I can see her like backtracking now. It's so like this. I want him to forgive Nini. I want him to forgive other people, but, but like not Bethany. Mm-hmm. Bethany, you are done forever with reality TV. Yeah. Because like you have gone so far. It's too far. The it's Hulu, far. the fucking Hulu, whatever, the special with Leah. Why are you picking Leah McSweeney? She was on for one season. She's a mess. And, 
she's 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 that person who puts herself in situations where she reacts poorly and then blames the situation yeah she yeah i think bethany would be a liability for bravo at this point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i don't even know like she's like i feel like they they would wouldn't be like be able to have insurance because she's just such she like they like you know what i mean like i'm not even kidding like she is an absolute liability like get the fuck out of here Sutton gives a lovely awkward speech. I like. I appreciated it how awkward it was. Like she, it was like it was so on brand for Sutton. Something about labels. How she thought she was being clever, but like no one, not even in the interview bites, did anyone like comment on it. They were just like, "What? No one understood yeah. what was happening there." Uh, but then Sutton goes over to the bar where Kim and Kyle are standing, and she says, "I'm just gonna get a drink if that's okay with you. I'm just getting permission from mom." Uh oh! I thought the same thing about Kim standing right there too. I was like, "Is this going to be bad for?" Yeah, anybody? yeah. But I I was like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah. I was like, "They are in a good spot right now," but like, I was like, <laughs> "That might be a little she, triggering." She's like, "You did what with Sutton?" Yeah. Um, Kyle tries to say that she didn't. She's like, "I didn't say that you had a drinking problem. I was just asking if it was your first drink or your fifth drink." I'm like, Kyle, you really can't pull that one off, okay? Because what you were insinuating was that there's some issue around drinking. Yes. Because if it was, if you were just curious if she was drunk, you would have been like, I don't know if you were buzzed or what. But like, then you've now taken that further and then talked about it with Dorit. And so you you know what you're implying. Yeah, like you they're like... Like, even when Crystal was like, maybe you can talk to her, like, during the day before 10 o'clock, or, like, she said something like that again. And then Kyle goes, she's like, I could say that I had too much to drink at Garcelle's birthday party, but that's, like, not a big deal. And I got that line. I understood her saying that, which is, like, if you just had had a lot to drink that night, then you could have just said that's what it was. But, no, she's, it's, no, Kyle, I still can't. No, because she's not. She's trying to act as if she was only talking about an isolated incident, which was at Sutton's house. But she's, I'm quite positive she's talking, saying that this is, she does this all the time. Mm -hmm. So there again, you're implying that she has a problem. Like, Mm -hmm. this is, you're not talking about like, she was so drunk that one day that she started saying stupid shit to me. That's an isolated incident. People get drunk and do dumb shit. But you're saying that it's, this is a pattern of yeah. behavior because of drinking. That's mm-hmm. what you're implying. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not accusatory if you're like, I don't know, like you were wasted that night and then ending it. But to yeah. have the implication like, I don't know. I don't know if it was like your first, your third, your fifth, because I don't know. I know you like to drink. Now, now you've added to it. But then Dorit has now joined the Kyle and Sutton conversation. And Sutton is Sutton is denying that she was the one who's this is where she denies saying the whole um Mo is cheating and that's why you have that new ring, which mm-hmm. really pissed me off. Uh Sutton's like, Garcelle said it, ask her. And Kyle's like, but she's repeating what you said. And Sutton goes, Well, that was just a symptom of what other people are talking about. And then Kim and Kyle are like, wait. People are talking about her marriage, my marriage. I'm like, God, yes, it's on the internet. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's what do you mean? I okay, I I agree with you. Sutton definitely try to th- try to put that off on Garcelle because she doesn't mm-hmm. she doesn't want to like own that she brought it to the group mm-hmm. or brought it brought it up on camera. Exactly. However, I need Kyle to stop acting like 
Sutton she has is, no idea. Like she has no idea that the rumors are have been swirling on the internet, and like Sutton is some like genius detective that has literally uncovered this and has exposed it to the world, and now totally. that's why everybody's talking about it. Now Sutton is just seeing the gossip that she's seen online, see, and then because she has insider access to you looking Mm -hmm. and like trying to see if this is just internet bullshit or if there's some validity to it she's feeling like there's some validity to it and now she's bringing it up that's what happened those are the order of operations exactly that's exactly it in in Sutton's confessional she lists the things that have been said (laughs) Mauricio has cheated on her he's moved out she's moved out Kyle doesn't love him anymore and then she goes, but I stay out of people's bedrooms. Sutton, you can't say that, sweetie. <laughs> you are in, you're, you're in it. You're messy. I want, I just, I, I, this is what I need from Sutton always. I need her to admit that she adds to the mess. Yeah. Because what Sutton does a lot that does irritate me is when people respond to something mm-hmm. she has said, she acts like, I can't believe you would do that. It's like, okay, but you did do, like you, you do ask for it, which is fine. Yeah. I love it. But like, yeah. don't act like you have no idea why they are. I can I, I can get with that too because it's like I think that she's doing I'm not I'm not at all mm-hmm. mad mm-hmm. at what she's doing but she mm-hmm. just has to like I don't know I'm, I'm not gonna say own it but like damn but like own it like just just mm-hmm. just just live in it because mm-hmm. I like, the thing is it, it turns into like kind of passive aggressive when she does it the way she does it right and, and I, I passive aggressive I do hate pa- passive aggressive so I will say that I wish she because the thing is it's it doesn't bother me again it doesn't bother me what she's doing I just want her to just just you could just stay mm-hmm. in there because it's not like it's not getting on a rental level yet for me where no, it's where where it feels like she is just really like because she'll back off too like she'll say what she, she puts it out there and then when Kyle's getting upset she'll be like okay fine I'm done she's like I'll let it go like she even said it I'll let yeah. it go I'll drop it and okay. I believe she will drop it but the thing is but Kyle doesn't really want her to though is the thing and I need Kyle like Kyle I feel like at, I don't know I, I agree I don't know if Kyle came in with a pre-plan I think Sutton kind of fell into her lap mm-hmm. and it's aligning with what she wants to do and it's also kind of giving it's like she got, got lucky in a sense she can kind of use Sutton as a scapegoat but Sutton is just kind of fucking it up a little bit and not doing the thing where she wants her to like kind of like really go aggressive and pursue it and she, I find Kyle having to a lot like Okay, what are you trying to like trying to get it out of her so she can you know, then blame blame Sutton later for it? It's interesting that you say that because even in the, when Garcelle joins the conversation, uh, she, and Garcelle, you know, Garcelle keeps it real. She's like, yeah, I, I admit that I was wondering if the ring was a makeup gift. A ring, by the way, that Garcelle didn't notice without Sutton. Sutton right. pointed it out, and Garcelle was like, oh, I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Uh, but Kyle goes, why wouldn't you assume it was an anniversary gift or a birthday gift or I bought it myself, which I did. And then Kyle's like, look, I have this ring. I have this necklace, et cetera. And Garcelle thinks that Kyle is kind of like taunting them or mocking them or baiting them. Yeah. And it's sort I do, of aligning I agree. with that. With It's like, it's like, well, wh- why would then you start mixing it all up? We've already noticed the ring. Why would you then be like, what about now? What about now? So it kind of aligns with. I've heard this from other people, too, where they think it's like, I can't say it because I just know how these cameras work and my family's going to watch this and I don't want to be the one to say it. So I need to bait Sutton and Garcelle to yeah. say it. Like, because she keeps saying, say the specifics. Say yeah. It. I, and I, 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 I completely agree. And then to back up that, I think I said this to you a while back, when Teddy pretty much outed Mauricio for doing some weird shit, like mm-hmm. on the podcast – 
Teddy don't do anything without Kyle's permission. There's no fu- she's she's literally told us that she she has a bias towards Kyle. And when it comes to talking about Kyle on the show, she is going to be careful which pick and choose what she talks about because she wants to be. Wow, she Ky- said that I've, I've heard her say like before, like because like well, they're going to have to co- uh, cover Beverly cover, Hills. Yeah. I know she I, I'm pretty positive she's talked about like there are certain things that I'm not going to like because she has a friendship with, you know, with um with uh Kyle and for her to say something about Kyle's marriage yeah she had full permission yep she had full permission totally agree with you Garcelle asks a very smart question here though she says if there was a story would you own up to it and I thought now that that's essentially what they've been trying to get out of her like if we're seeing all these stories and if there was one would you own up to it and Kyle says, yes, but I don't know if I believe that. No, because it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Doreen tries to join in against Sutton, but Sutton flips it like, well, Missy, you like to talk about me behind my back. And this is where she says that Crystal told me that you've been talking about my drinking. Mm-hmm. And Doreen, of course, she, Doreen is the worst. She's like, the only conversation I had was at Kyle's house. And for some reason, then Dorit goes, I'm going to go ask Crystal about this. It's like, there's no need. You did have the conversation. But yeah. this is so, it's so fucking Dorit to be like, excuse me, I'm going to go explain myself to the, it doesn't even matter what Crystal thinks about this at this yeah. point. Go talk to, talk to Sutton. Yeah. But Kyle and Sutton make up. They make up. Sutton mm-hmm. apologizes. Kyle apologizes. Is Kyle wearing blue contacts in this scene? Oh, I didn't notice. I'll have to because look. She doesn't have blue eyes, does she? I don't think so. I think she has brown eyes. Right? I'm pretty sure. And I swear her eyes. Please watch again, people, and tell me. I'm like, is she fucking wearing blue eyes? I'm almost positive she has brown eyes. Right? Me too. Because I would have noticed if she had blue eyes, I feel. And they Mm -hmm. were blue. Unless it was just the way the light was hitting them, like right where she was. Maybe like there was a a light coming at her that was blue, but they looked like Does Morgan have blue eyes? I know, right? Stop. Uh, but then they, the way they cut to Dorit, you hear Dorit go, Crystal, why are you going around telling Sutton? And Crystal just goes, going around? You mean telling Sutton? I was like, oh, uh, it's not going to go the way Dorit thinks it will. Crystal has been like, she is, she is sneaky little know. thing. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of was disappointed Crystal didn't at least try to kind of make this a moment because Crystal really like doesn't take moments as they arrived. You don't think she was making? I th- I was living for a, the way the thing. All is, she did was say, I'm bored. I know, but it was like, for me, I felt like the way she was just coming at uh, Dorit with facts and so quickly, to me, I was like living for it because Dorit's doing her whole t- talk in circles bullshit that she does. And Crystal was just like, you said it at my house. I said, Kyle and you. And like, it was just like, it was just f- no emotion. I like, I like that there was no emotion behind it because I could hear the, it was so, the message could be heard so clearly. And I, that was what I was living for. It was very, like, I, I really enjoyed that interaction. And I'm looking forward to more from her, from her. Like, I'm feeling like she's waking up. I feel like this is the most she's contributed in her whole run on the show. I feel like I, I want so badly to like Crystal more. Okay. I think that's what it is. Like, I really want to like her more, but I feel like I'm always kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, come on, let's. Do All right. a little more with this moment. Whatever. It does. It actually, this is such a minor moment because then Sutton <laughs> joins the conversation and Anna Marie decides to chime in and she's like, You have neuropathy? And Sutton has no idea where this is going. So she's like, Yes. She's just like, <laughs> okay. 
And Anna Marie goes, so you probably take gabapentin. Well, it's funny because I just heard you say you can drink with it, but you can't. And Sutton goes, my doctor says yes, but you can't. My doctor said yes. Well, you can't. And I think Betches on Threads, I think, they were like, anyone else look this up immediately? And this is what it says on, like, Google or whatever the fuck it was. It says, um, oh, damn it. Do I not know how to do that? Did I not repost it? Maybe I didn't know what I Oh, there it is. No, you did. You did. Okay. It says, can I drink alcohol while taking gabapentin? This is a this is a Google question. Yes, you can drink alcohol with gabapentin, but it may make you feel sleepy or tired. And then Kyle starts putting on lipstick and she's like, yeah, the whole esophagus thing. So she gets that kicked off. And Anna Marie runs so runs with it in such an inappropriate way. She's like, yeah, I'm not a doctor, but she doesn't say that. But she's like, as far as I know, a narrow esophagus is a symptom. That's not a medical diagnosis. How can you say that to this person? All you do is chew your food more. I mean, if you really have a problem, you go and get treatment for that. This is so condescending and fucked up. You don't eat food, and then your reason for not eating food is because you're like, I have a neuroesophagus. Are you? Again, again, what is your point of doing that to then say you're lying because you have an eating disorder? So you, okay. Like, I'm, one, you're, according to the internet, some people who are, you're wrong. Um, and also, again, like, I just want to know what the fuck your point is. Because, like, the only thing that I heard you say of why you're doing this is because she's coming at you and it's it's just like, okay, so that's it because she's coming at Kyle for something that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. And you have no idea the nuance of their relationship or dynamics. Uh-huh. Now, you as a alleged medical professional are, first of all, doctor-patient privilege if you were a doctor. Like, why are, like, I, I think this is an in, inappropriate thing to be do like to be trying to put someone's medical stuff on blast on television if you're in the medical field. I think that's pretty inappropriate, right? Right. And like the fact that Google disagrees with you, like what? So you know more. And then something's like, "Hang on, I do eat food." You're not my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way she says that. She you're did. not my doctor. She's like, what? She's like, one, I know what you guys are doing. Uh-huh. So let's just start here. I do eat food, so let's clear that up then we can move on to the you're not my fucking doctor you're not my fucking doctor bitch i don't even know you where's your where are your credentials you say you that you do this i have no proof of that you're just talking out your ass right now yeah and then sutton goes are we good doctor and anna marie's like that's so condescending i'm just telling you that what you're saying doesn't make sense do you realize what you just said in the same that's so condescending i'm just telling that what you're saying doesn't make sense her- so you're saying what you're saying is that I'm lying that my doctor said this stuff mm-hmm. or you're saying that my doctor doesn't know shit mm-hmm. and it's giving me bad information. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you're just doing I think Kyle's it's that bidding. One. Like it's just and then Kyle's there with her eyes, which she always does. She gets someone revved up and then she just keeps making faces. Ooh, I hate Ooh. that. That's like the shit I hate her like, about Kyle. She did that with Munchausen. Mm-hmm. She, she, oh, that is her. That's her telltale sign that she has absolutely had something to do with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, like the oh, oh my god. Ooh, oh my god. I can't believe. Oh my god. I'm, I'm like okay. Uh, you, I get that Kyle, you're, I get you're overacting. That you're doing the faces because you're t- like stop. She's doing the faces because she knows she's like okay. If I do the re- big reactions, they'll keep it in. Hmm. They'll, they'll, this won't get the edit, like the cutting room floor. I can make this into a big deal. Like they'll definitely use this. Mm-hmm. She's like, she kind of really thinks the audience is fucking stupid yep. at this point. Like I, I have to believe that's what she thinks. 
It's very, it's formulaic at this point. Yes. Set someone else up to do, to, to run with the story that you've been talking about and then be like, oh my God, the whole time. I know, like, I didn't, like, say it, that, that, so she can always say that. And, that's, and, like, she really does believe that because I think that's why she said with all, it all, in all sincerity, I can't believe people would come after a marriage. Like, wait. Okay, so I still can't believe she said that. I thought, like, I, a, how did you not go, just kidding, I totally saw it coming. There's a couple of things where I, like, I, I, I've heard from Kyle, like, in the preview where I'm like, you know that that's going to be a soundbite, right? Like when she says something in the preview for the season to Mauricio, like, I just want to, I'm just not being fulfilled. I'm like, you're almost saying what the goddamn psychic from season one said to you that your husband will not emotionally fulfill you. You know, everyone's going to pace that together. Face reality 16 did it. Like she put it together. She's like full circle, literally like, like you, this is, and this is not like a forgettable thing. This was a very infamous thing that gets played yearly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Like Kyle, the, that is the phrase you wanted to go with. Exactly. When you talk to Mauricio, when you were having marital problems. Like. Bitch. Got it. You are in TV. You know that that's like great. <laughs> okay. I, you had to have wanted that to happen, right? Because there's no here we are because we're about, we're we're doing it because we're fucking doing it. Um, speaking of the preview though, the that mid season trailer was so lackluster. Oh yeah, it was. But I I'm I'm hoping that that means that that's what I'm hoping for too. Content. I will say that like last season they did a great they did all these great trailers and stuff and we did we always were like I'm hesitant to believe it because you know we've always get got we always get burned with like really good trailers and like a bad season. But last season all lived yeah. up to it. Like last season's trailers and shit were like yeah, yeah these are all fucking great. But this trailer it yeah. didn't even follow. What's weird because like I always clip together the trailers. It didn't even follow the norm, the normal formula for what they do with mid-season mm-hmm. trailers. The way the formula goes is you do like a cold open where it's like, like, doom, doom, do like that kind of like yeah. really dramatic thing. And then they go, this, remain, what's to come on this season? Like someone's voiceover. And then it's like the cute filler stuff where they're like out of vacation yeah. or whatever. And then it gets into the meat. It was just like random tidbits thrown together. And they're like, well, this works. Last this is like last minute bullshit you guys put together here. I'm enjoying the season so far, so I'm gonna be like so far so good. I'm hoping that it continues to like grow. I don't have I don't have doubts that it's gonna be a good season. I only am saying that was a horribly done trailer. Oh yeah, no, it really it wasn't exciting at all. It was like uh, who put it together last minute, right? Um. Also, what was I gonna say? So, because I know we said this, they show this Crystal and um Anne Marie. Anna, is it Anne Marie or Anna, Anna, Anna Marie. Marie? I don't fucking know. Anna Marie. Um, I guess at some point, Crystal accuses Anna Marie of claiming to be a doctor and she's not. She's just a nurse. Well, not, and also, I don't want to say just a nurse. Like, that's not hard work. It absolutely mm-hmm. is. But if only, but it, if she is claiming to be a doctor, that's a kind of crazy. Like, that's a crazy thing to, to claim. So I did go to her Instagram because I wanted, I was like, what the fuck? It, what is her position? Because then I also looked up is an, because I thought she said she was an anesthesiologist. That's what I thought she and said I looked too. Up, and then I looked up anesthesiologist and an anesthesiologist is a doctor. Anesthesiologist is a doctor. Well, that's why she's a However, nurse anesthetist, right? Right. And that's so why I was like, so what is it? 
because then I was like, okay, she is a doctor, so she, okay. Well, because I and think then I what up she her- said was, um, I'm a nurse anesthetist and then not an anesthesiologist, but she was talking so fast. Right, yeah, because on her Instagram account, it does say nurse anesthes- anesthesiist. And anesthetist. So, anesthetist, thank you. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of, I looked it up, looked it up. One, they get paid really well. Looked that up. The nurse, the nurse anesthetist? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course they like, do. Yeah, um, and it does take a long time to become one. And it is a lot, like, it's not like she doesn't know anything. So I'm not trying to be like, oh, she has no shit because she's not a, a technically a doctor. But I feel like the way in which she came in with all of her, like, trying to school Sutton, at, like, using her, like, background, like, it's almost like she's trying to make it seem, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm feeling like she is trying to embellish her knowledge because she does know more, much more about the medical field than the women, so it would be hard for them to argue in real time. It's, it's like it's like she totally sounds like she's using big words, like big medical words, just to like show off that she knows them. Yeah, and they're they're absolutely not going to be able to keep up or be able to like in real time check her ass. Which, but it's still stupid because it's like we're ha, like hello, you know, immediately everybody's going to go on the internet and start Google searching, or people who watch the show could possibly right? be in your field and debunk everything you're saying. So, like, I just really wouldn't say it if I wasn't sure. And so, like, you're literally, by the way, as a medical professional, saying that Sutton is incorrectly handling her her medical issues because she could just get this fixed. And so, essentially, this is a, just an excuse to have an eating disorder. Like, that is what your yeah. medical professionalism has led you to say here on this camera. And I feel like no doctor would even give Sutton an evaluation without really yeah asking. You're, like check. she didn't even ask a lot of questions. Yeah, she's just, she's basing it off of just Kyle. Kyle and and Kyle pretty much assuring her that she thinks that this is a BS thing. Uh-huh. And I feel like she's decided to believe Kyle and use her knowledge to try to make it into a fact. That's exactly it. And she's like so proud to be the one that can do that because I'm the first medical professional they've had on the show. She thinks she got married to medicine. She does. She does. Wrong show, wrong show ho. <laughs> like. Okay, that was good. On that note, that's a good sound bite. On that <laughs> note, uh, let's wrap this up because this is already, you are, you are freezing by the way too on this too. What is happening? Yeah, I know. It's just one of these, it's just one of those days, man. Um, but anyway, guys, yeah, thank you. This was this was a journey. This was kind of a journey to get to the end. We stuck it out, though, man. Thank you guys so yeah. much for listening. And uh, next, we record tomorrow. We're going to record Southern Charm, and we're going to go over our winter house thoughts over there. So if you want to check that out. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Yeah. If you want to check that out, uh, sign up for the Patreon. Only $3 for the lowest, lowest tier, and that is where you get access to the Southern Charm. But okay, that's that. All right, guys, love you. Mean it. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to 
buymeacoffee.com slash SheSpeaksBravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at SheSpeaksBravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You, love you, mean it. I'll see you soon.